0: Chapter Twenty Nine of *The Spanish Cavalier* by Charlotte Maria Tiger. in the public domain. Recording by ben Simonides. Chapter Twenty Nine, The Earthquake. Alcala, in his noisome prison, might well have envied Lucius's couch on the earth and the pure, fresh breezes which fanned the slumberer's brow. Whenever the prisoner awoke, it was with a sensation of stifling suffocation, which made him doubt how long his physical powers could hold out. Perhaps, said Alcala a messenger more speedy than spanish justice may one day come to release me in the meantime let patience have its perfect work my heavenly father will bring a blessing out of all and composed by such reflections the cavalier would sink into slumber again it was well that alcala was able thus to snatch some hours of sleep for the coming day was to be one of the most eventful and exciting ones of his life it has been said happy is the nation that has no history the words express wisdom condensed into wit we read its truth in its converse in England, during late years, the progress of political events has produced none of those sudden, violent convulsions which shake society to its centre. The movement has rather resembled that of the earth in its orbit, so quiet and regular, the bulk of the people scarcely know that motion goes on. But in unhappy Spain, instead of calm progress, there has ever and anon come a violent shock, as of an earthquake, overturning loftiest houses, throwing down highest pinnacles into the dust, and upheaving of the earth, which, while it destroys much that is evil, and dangerous, much that is good. We can only look for settled peace and prosperity in Spain to days when the Bible shall guide the councils of her Senate and control the passions of her people. Not many hours had passed since the light of morning forcing its way through gratings into the prison of Seville, it had aroused its inmates to commence, as they thought, the dreary monotony of another day, when even the dungeon depths were stirred by a consciousness that exciting scenes were passing outside the walls. A look of expectation was on every face; every ear was bent to listen hark to the distant roar one might deem that we were near the sea cried one of the smugglers it's a sea i warrant you that will send many a proud galley to the bottom ere the sun go down observed a thief whom his previous conversation had shown to be also a keen politician it's a sea that won't be stilled by clare's sprinkling drops of holy oil upon it said a gipsy and what a devout romance must have deemed her jest was received with a burst of laughter let the sea rage as it will observed diego the true to aguilera "'so that it bear back to old Spain the noblest man that ever threw breath in her air, "'I'll drink the health of prim yet in the bumper of wine, and down with—' "'The chulo had not time to conclude his sentence when the louder, nearer roar of—' "'Vivas!' from a thousand voices showed that the massive prison door no longer dulled at her sounds "'or obstructed the free passage of the mob into the building. "'In surged the rushing human torrent. "'In one minute the corridor was, as their voices showed, filled by an excited rabble, "'the next minute the dividing doors burst open. The mob rushed into the dungeon. Its walls resounded with loud vivas, re-echoed by most of the prisoners. Thus suddenly released from confinement and let loose to swell the numbers of the wild crowd, the noise and confusion which prevailed were so great that it was difficult at the first instance to gain a clear idea of what had occurred. But it was soon as well known in the prison as it was already through every corner of Seville that the great and exciting news had arrived from Madrid during the course of the night. The reins of power had suddenly been wrenched from the hand of Queen Isabella. The sovereign of Spain had fled the kingdom. Her minions had barely escaped with their lives. The fabric of government was overthrown, and no one could tell what would replace it. Like the criminals from the dungeon, all the fiercer passions of men were let loose, and who would have power to rule them? If the prison of Seville had been suddenly filled almost to suffocation, it was nearly as suddenly empty. There was nothing in it to tempt cupidity, nothing to retain the excited mob, and those who had been inmates of the gloomy abode were the most eager of the throng to rush forth into the free air. Robberers and murderers remembered that there might be places to plunder, and enemies to pursue. Aguilera found himself almost alone in the dungeon where but a few minutes before he had hardly had space wherein to breathe diego only remained by him still shall we follow the rest Senor? asked the Chula. there is not a jailer to draw a bolt on us now methinks your prayer last night like that of saint paul has been answered by an earthquake i will return to my house if i have strength to reach it replied alcala making an effort to walk to the door the cavalier was very desirous that at a time when anarchy and confusion prevailed throughout Seville he should be in his home to protect the ladies of his family. "'You will scarcely reach the calle de San Jose on foot, illustrious caballero," observed the chulo. "'If it please you to want in the corridor for a while, it will go hard with me if I cannot find a mule or some kind of conveyance to bear you back to your home.' "'I am greatly indebted to you, my friend,' gratefully answered Akahala, who felt that without such aid as that proffered by Diego it would hardly be possible for him to return to his dwelling. "'The debt is on my side, senor,' said the chulo, looking steadily into the pallid face of the young cavalier. Gave me such a message last night as was never brought to me by shaven monk or friend, a message that Diego will never forget. Lean on my arm, Señor. There is fresh water in a seat near the entrance. How the people are shouting and yelling now in the streets! They are as mad in the rush after freedom as the bull when the torrio is open, and he bursts into the circus ready to tear down everything that stands in his way. It is to be hoped," added the chulo, uttering the words under his breath, "that this wild, excited people meet not the same fate as the bull." End of chapter Twenty Nine. Recording by Esther and Simon.